The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. going on everybody happy monday um well we're doing something a little different today <laughs> i uh, uh, uh yeah a lot of you guys listeners uh from time to time have uh, sent us messages requesting an update on some of these callers uh you know they call in they share their problem i say some shit <laughs> You say, you say lots of shit. We don't know if they <laughs> if it's good or bad or if, if they listen. And so we, out of sheer curiosity, we just kind of sent out a, a, a an email to a good chunk of the people who have been on and, and asked for some updates. And um, so many of them were gracious enough to write in and let us know and, and uh, call back in and, and share these updates with you. Uh, so that's what we that's what this episode is about. Uh, quite frankly, we had no idea uh, if someone was going to be like, honestly, fuck Nick. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> this is my most fa- this might be my most favorite thing we've ever done. Really? This was like so. I mean, it was I mean, Justin Chris, Long is fun. Chris, but this is like so great to like talk to people again and to see what, how their lives have changed. Because some of these people, it's been like six months. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah, well, it was so good. Uh, we're happy to report that I didn't ruin anyone's life. Um, <laughs> sounds like we we batted a thousand. Uh, you might have so, ruined someone's day or two, though. I definitely ruined. <laughs> I definitely giving them advice. I definitely ruined everyone's day. They're like, oh fuck! Like I knew I was going to say this, but it hurts a lot more hearing it. Um. So let us know if you guys like this. Um, we, you know, we 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 hand selected a, a handful of the updates. We do appreciate everyone who did update us. It's just it was nice to hear, uh, nice to read, and it and certainly makes me feel good that we're we're <laughs> actually accomplishing something other than just entertaining people. But um, so yeah, let us know if you guys like this. We can we do more of these uh, from time to time, or or maybe just sprinkle in an update. Um, you know, in an intro of our Ask Nick. So, uh, you know, we thought we'd throw this in there. Let us know if you guys enjoy it. Uh, we have seven updates for you. Um, I think that's... Starting off the new year right. The best part is like some of them, because, you know, how many times when, when I give this advice and I'm like, I know you're not going to take this when you get off the <laughs> phone. And a lot of them took it, you know, months later. Months know. later. But... but- they took it. They, they took it. Like sometimes you just got to have that minute where you need to realize you're because that's the best part is that people are like, he doesn't know me, but you end up being pretty. Well, I was one we'll of them. See. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you have a, some free time, if you're listening to this episode on, on iTunes or Apple podcast, we'd love a, a five stars. We really would. I know I would make my day. Merch is available. Uh, Vilefiles.com. Um, check it out. Look cute. 
be like that snarky person who has like top. a really clever saying in your sweatshirt and be like, oh, wow, that girl knows what she wants. Oh my God, what a bad <laughs> ass. I feel like when you wear our merch, that's how people are going to see you is a badass of like, man. Yeah. Don't mess with or that, that mask. That don't mask mess with that, that just... empowered woman yeah. or guy or guy. Kind of look like yeah, a... we had a 10 percenter coming up data. So that was fun. Yeah, it's great. I still yeah, think I it's it. like 8%. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, here you're up. What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. Hi, Catherine. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Good to see you again. Um, do us a favor. Let us know why you called in the first place. And uh, remind the audience uh, what was going on, what I said. If it was in any way helpful, uh, I'm anxious to hear. Yes. So I called um, in like mid-June because I was in a really (laughs) weird dynamic of a relationship. Um, We had just started this like thruple kind of relationship and I wasn't very happy about it. And then um, you kind of told me, like first like if I'm not happy and no one's listening to me then it's not my fault that no one's listening um and you also used a metaphor of it was like putting an infected band-aid on a wound oh I remember um (laughs) and how it would just continue to like hurt me and like cause more pain um and for the first couple months after I like didn't take a word of what you said for what it was I was like no I know my life more than he does like what does he know um and then like the end of September I was like okay I am really unhappy I went back and I listened to the episode that we did together um and I was like okay but what if Nick is right um and at the end of September I ended this relationship and I decided I was like gonna 100% just embrace me and like give 110% to make myself better awesome and um so I decided like everything in my life was going to change I was going to give like I was going to eat right exercise I was going to give college 110 percent and give work 110 percent and I've lost like 30 pounds and I'm a straight A student in college right now and I'm thriving at work and I've literally never been happier amazing great I'm like crying <laughs> I'm like so happy for her wow <laughs> See what happens when we take off that infected Band-Aid? Yeah, and I, like, can thank it all to you. And you just gave me, like, great advice that... Well, I, I think, you should, I think you should pat yourself on the back, too, because it, it took yeah. took a, a lot of work and, and, and that dedication to give the 100% in, your, in school and, and yourself. And, and if it was, you know, your eating goals and, and helping you accomplish that. Um, it's, it's good that you took advice and it's good that you, and I, you know, but that it's the work still comes from you and you were able to do that. So don't forget to pat yourself on the back and to give yourself some credit as well. Uh, because it's, it's not just because of me. It's more, way more because of you. I was just a, a, a slight little spark, but you, you, you were the one who did the work. So don't forget that. And, and, if it ever, like, you know, a period in your life gets down and you lose a little bit of motivation, just remember you were capable of doing the work then. You know, you were, you can do yeah. it on your own. So don't 
I think it's really important to give yourself a lot of credit for all the progress you've made. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm so glad yeah. that you're doing great and uh, you feel great and you're you're looking great and you uh, have a lot of confidence and, and just remember that because ebbs and flows of life, you know, uh, someday you're going to run into someone who, you know, we, we life is full of uh, ins and outs of people. We are, we're going to always meet toxic people and we're always going to meet great people and we just have to try to manage our way through that that landmine and uh so just remember that next time because it will happen it's, it's it happens to all us all you know all right. all right well happy holidays uh really appreciate you calling and uh, very inspirational and uh i'm really proud of you yeah thank you so much all right take care well if you're in the mood and you're having some sex and you're not getting pregnant modern fertility is there to give you the information you need to maybe change that if you guys are looking for some family planning Maybe you want a baby now. Maybe you want a baby later. You never can have too much information too soon. And, and Modern Fertility was created to give you an affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it's it in. Very the, simple. Mail it in. It's, uh, yeah, you've done it. Great. It's really simple. They send you the packet. They give you all the information. You get tracked from when you get your packet all the way to the point where you get it to your house. You do your finger prick and then you send it back to them and then you get all your stuff. It's not just for fertility. It's also for overall women's health. So even if you're not looking to get pregnant, you can also find out just stuff about like your egg count, your hormone levels and stuff like that. And traditional testing with your doctor. It costs over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And they also have a wonderful community online. So if you have any questions, if you're looking for people to relate to with your fertility questions or your overall woman's health questions, you can go online and there's a great community there and they, you can share stories with people. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L, you get $20 off. So then it's $139. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off your test. When you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L, that means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. So stay at home, be safe, get your $20 off and go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Start family planning today. 2021's your year. That's right. And it's time to take care of yourself with Dipsy Stories. So many New Year's resolutions are about doing less of something. Why not give yourself more of some pleasure with Dipsy? That's right. Unwind after a long day of Zoom calls or whatever the heck it is you're doing and look forward to some immersive, realistic stories that put you in the mood to have fun with yourself. Ah, Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story has characters that feel like real people and immerse you in scenarios that might be bad, but will feel good. That is right. Dipsy also has wellness sessions to help you learn more about yourself at bedtime stories and, and, and soundscapes to, to help you uh, relax before you drift off. But, you know, also if you want to, you know, masturbate, they have those too. <laughs> and they are amazing stories. <laughs> you heard it here from Chrissy. Dip into the dipsy people. You Dip won't be in. sorry. 
tap on that button and have a great Click time. Click that mouse. Click that mouse, people. And for our listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Dipsystories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Welcome back, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, how about you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, well, well, we're glad you were able to call back at an update. Uh, for the people uh, who uh, you know don't remember right off the bat, why don't you give us a, a quick uh, uh, update of the original situation and where things are at now? Right on. Um, yes, yeah, so I originally called. I think it was around summer. Um, I was seeing somebody who like, I reconnected with while being home and um, we hung out a bunch and it was great in the beginning. And then communication got kind of like flaky um, right around like two or three months in. And then um, after that, she didn't, she kind of ghosted me for like several months until recently. And it was like a month ago or so. And uh, she hit me up and started to explain um, why she was acting the way she was and all that stuff. So um, yeah, but in that time, you gave me some good advice to hop back on. What did I say? Um, just, uh, I mean, I was kind of already doing it, but just, you know, just be supportive and for whatever she wants, I guess, and like kind of approach it at a distance and like, don't just don't reach out anymore. You know, like don't go out of your way to reach out. And uh, that's that's how I kind of handled it. You know, I just didn't go out of my way to keep pursuing something that wasn't going to really happen. Um so that was the advice. I think you gave me some of the great stuff. Too. I mean, you told me to hop back on the dating apps and also don't pass up on potential dates just because of how you feel about this girl. You know, even if you're all caught up with her, like don't like miss out on things that could potentially be good for you. So with that, um, I went forward, hopped on the dating apps for a little while, had some really interesting experiences with those too. And then, um, and lately I've just been focusing on work like more towards the end of the year. And, uh, I don't know, the dating apps said good things though. Um, and some, and some weird things, but, uh, it's been overall good. Um, and the advice is great. Just, I needed to hear it from, uh, somebody else with experience and, you know, who understands that. So did we get an update from this girl? The original um, girl? yeah, yeah. So she, um, what happened was, like after not talking to me for a long time, she hit me up around like October and was like, Hey, you know, I just wanted to explain everything. Um, I actually, the like, you know, like while I was seeing you, the like she would always hang out with this friend. Right. And I would never think anything of it because it was her, her girlfriend that she, you know, was like in, you know, sports with and like played volleyball with and stuff. And uh, I was like, yeah, it's cool. And her friend was always hanging around. So then she kind of hits me up out of the blue after not talking to me for months and months. I was like, Hey, you know, like I wanted to let you know what's up. I, uh, I'm actually, I came out to my family recently and I'm seeing the girl. Like she's like my girlfriend now. And, uh, I was like, sweet. <laughs> like, uh, good for her. I was like happy for it. I'm totally supportive of that. I was like, that's awesome. Like, I mean, you could have literally told me that at any point and I would have been like, that's cool. You know, right on. Yeah, but but, you know, was- you got, you got basically st- um, caught up and you know she was 
can only, you know, the friends I have who have talked about coming out, there's a process, right? They're, they're trying to figure out themselves and identify where, you know, what they're yeah. comfortable with. And, and in some ways, while she didn't, you know, you were kind of the collateral damage of, you know, yeah. her still figuring this out for herself. But it's nice that she reached out to you and, and kind of gave you that explanation and um, not that you necessarily needed it, but kind of shows you it really wasn't about you, you know, nothing you could have done differently or should have done differently. It just wasn't a, a, a match, obviously. Um, and um, that I, hopefully that made, uh, hopefully that made you feel a little bit more freer or, you know, kind of calmed any questions your ego had about, you know, Oh, what, what if I would have done X, Y, or Z differently? I mean, literally nothing you would have done differently would have mattered. Yeah, totally. It definitely gave me, um, like closure, um, and like clarity through the situation, which is great. She didn't owe me that, but she gave it to me. So that was really cool. And, you know, I guess in a weird messed up way, I was part of her coming out. Um, so that's good. I mean, like the, the, the boy in me wanted to be like, okay, well, is it monogamous or can we sling out? <laughs> so, but I didn't say that, obviously. That's I was probably for like, the best, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, yeah. The things you think and don't say. But um, it was it was cool. And uh, I, I still support her. I think she's a, a wonderful person. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was a weird ending. And it was the second time this year that a girl I had seen and had something with, like, I don't know that like went for another girl. It was just weird, weird year, man. It's, it's well, been a weird yeah, year. Yeah. I wouldn't put too much thought into that. I mean, if it happens like two or three more times then maybe there's a pattern there, I, I don't know, but, um, <laughs> I, I gotta just, start wearing a wig or something. No, just <laughs> listen. I, I, you know, maybe it could just be you're a really supportive, uh, empathetic person that people are drawn to and feel comfortable with. And, and, if someone is kind of going through this kind of self-reflection period, it's the I would it would make sense that they're drawn to people who are good listeners and empathetic and don't make them feel judged, right? So, could just be a, a downfall of you being a really sweet human, you know? Who knows? But um, the good point is that the the lesson you can control is, like you said, continue to be more honest with yourself about where relationships are going and where they're not. You know, don't try so hard to you know, get attached to someone that you're is not giving as much as you're willing to give in return. You know, maybe that would, I I would, I would willing to guess that you have a pattern of being a really good, sweet guy, really nice, really nurturing, really there for them. And you don't check in enough early on in dating situations of how much they're giving back. Yeah. But I, I would say, um, it just depends on the girl, but, um, and how into them I am. But yeah, I guess. Well, that's why something when you're really into someone yeah. and we all do yeah. this, right? We get really excited. It's like, oh, I want to show how much I like them. And you do this without ever checking in with yourself. Be like, well, do they, if do they, are they doing this for me? Am I, I'm clearly showing I'm excited, but do I know if they're excited and their lack of excitement draws you in more. It's like that. Oh, I, well, I don't know if they want me. And, and then you chase yeah. and it's, it's we all do it. But I think that's something you could try to learn, get more in tuned with, um, you know, not giving too much too soon without knowing how they feel and feel confident. And if they're not, it doesn't mean you need to do it more. It means that maybe you have to accept the fact that they're not as excited. And, and maybe you need to pull back a little bit to see if, you know, that's just because. 
maybe you're suffocating them with how nice and empathetic and understanding and how much you're giving. And if you pull back, will they be like, oh, why, why is why is Steven not doing that? Maybe I need to do more. They become fearful of losing that special thing. And it just becomes, I think you just need to maybe get better, better at that balance. Yeah, right on. I mean, it's definitely something that I've, I think about a lot, not giving too much too soon. Um, you know, until you gauge where the relationship is, but then feelings come into play and then you're love drunk basically and doing stupid shit. So, um, I agree though. I mean, I agree and it's great advice. Um, yeah, that'd be my guess. I'm guessing you do that a little bit more. Um, you're putting me in a box, bro. It's okay. We all do that. Yeah. Listen, it's better than being the cliche guy, right? You know, and also could be why, you know, again, like I said, these women are drawn to you because, you know, stereotypically, m- m- women are the ones who seem to be the ones giving more upfront early on, not checking in with how much they're getting back, right? And so, great that you have those qualities. You just need to harness them, and and uh, get more in tune with them. You know, right on. Yeah, I had um, I had a question too. I know you've answered a lot before, um, but what? advice would you give someone um say they went through a breakup several years ago okay and they're still having the feelings have gotten better i mean usually it takes a lot of time to get over somebody you spend a lot of time with but what easy tips and like some maybe even some more deeper like self-aware tips would you have for somebody who's still working through um, a past relationship and trying to get over it um, from like the beginning to the middle to the end, like some things that helped you get through that kind of stuff. Um, I think you just have to, for you getting talking to you is like, again, the, the, the more reflective person, the person who likes to be self-aware and, and honest with themselves, they run the risk of obsessing and overanalyzing and over critiquing. And then just the fact that they're on your mind makes it harder to get over this person. So you just need to accept that, or that person needs to accept that, you know, they just, it's not a match and there's nothing you could have done. You know, there's nothing you could do differently and just let it go. And then when you catch yourself, you know, pondering and ruminating just to stop, you know, and, and it's hard to do at first, but you just really need to not go down that path and just say, well, Hey, that's your ego checking in and, and overtaking a situation thinking that you can do something differently or fix it. Or what if I did something differently or do I, you know, just accept it for what it is and, and not the right match and, and then value that and, and prioritize finding someone who there's a connection. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Right on. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to take a note really quick so I don't forget it because I kind of want to take what you said and turn it into a song. <laughs> All right, well, but, I have um, copyrights. Uh, I'll give you 15%. Okay, great. Help write the lyric. I'm writing that down just to make sure, Nick, that it's you fine. get it. Okay. <laughs> if you do, I'll definitely include you on the, yeah, uh, when you the make publishing. It, when you make it big, just I just, you know, you're on Jimmy Kimmel Live, just, you know, give me yeah. a shout out. We'll go on tour together and be bros. You know, as a songwriter, you're just very reflective. And I think that can cause you to obsess and ruminate in your thoughts and make it harder for you to get over. And you romanticize a little bit too much. You know, all great qualities. You just, you know, as always, our strengths can be our weaknesses, too. And we don't um, 
on the men. Right on, right on. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and you always try to be very self-aware and self-reflective, but it can also be to your detriment at a certain point, uh, you know? So. Yeah, and like, I'm guessing just in general, like, you know, don't talk about your feelings so much on, on dates. Be, you're pro- you probably lack, I'm guessing, with in dating is a element of mystery, which, mm. you know, at for early on, because you're just so, you emote, and you're there and you're and it's great and it's but you can become the friend too soon you know, or you're less of a challenge or less of a mystery or you know so just be aware of it you know don't change you are a beautiful person but just learn how to control it a little bit more and right on and ask more questions about them you know learn more about the people you're on dates with and, and let, and don't offer so much information about yourself until they ask. That's a great way to gauge someone's in, interest with you while simultaneously becoming mystery because you're not talking about yourself, but they're not asking. So wait for them to show an interest. Yeah. I usually, I usually don't talk about anything, especially during the first dates, you know, like about what I don't go into detail about things. You know, I try to, I try, I like to learn about people. Well, that's good. Um, but somewhere along the lines, when you get asked, you just empty out as my guess. Yeah, I guess it would depend on the girl on the date. Yeah. And also where we're at. It, yeah, but, it's easy to it's easy to not give anything when you're not excited. I'm talking about when you meet someone, you're like, ooh, I like them. You know, finding the balance when that person shows up in your life. All right. Taking it taking it to heart here. All for right. sure. I agree. All right, Stephen. Thanks, well, man. I appreciate the update. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, thanks yeah. for uh, for calling in. And uh, good to know that uh, uh, I didn't tell you to move on from someone that ended up being your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on, man. Um, well, happy holidays, guys. It's right. always you know, it's always good to hear from you. All right, take All right. care. Relief band. Well, relief I, band. Chrissy won't shut up about her relief band. I love my relief. The band truth so is, much. but motion sickness is a real thing. Uh, windy roads, cars, planes. If you're, you know, whatever it is, you know, maybe if you are lucky enough to have a boat and go on one. But a lot of us suffer for a motion sickness, and yeah. it's amazing. It's it, almost, it. It truly seems like too good to be true. These relief bands. It seems it. it to be honest, like you would think it would be gimmicky, but it's not. It totally it's works. It's not gimmicky. It actually works. You don't have to like fish around in your purse or wonder, oh, did I buy a pill for motion sickness today? And it actually kind of looks cool. It's a band, so it kind of looks like it's fashionable. It's a little accessory, and it really, really helps. It's the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to relieve nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, morning sickness, chemotherapy, anxiety, hangovers, migraines, and so much more. Plus, Chrissy says it's the best. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, fast-acting, provides all natural relief with zero side effects. That's amazing. It's truly it's truly incredible. Uh, something Science is awesome. So don't fall for all the cheap brands you find at the drugstore that don't do anything, and they certainly don't do what Relief Bands does. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Vile File listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L, you will receive 20% off. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off. Brittany, welcome back. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, why don't you update our listeners uh, about uh, when you originally called 
And just mm-hmm. a quick uh, uh, recap of what was the situation was. What did okay. I tell you and where are we now? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I can do that. Um, when I first called in, I was married and my husband at the time and I were in an open marriage um, because we were Mormon and we had like no experiences and wanted to like go out and get those experiences and then come back together and see if we wanted to basically make it work. And yeah, my, both of us were pretty... If my memory serves, you were the kind of the instigator of the open. Correct. Okay. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time I was, I was getting these experiences um, and basically your advice was um, most people are in an open marriage Uh, because it's fun and it's something both of them are wanting to do. But it sounded like in my case, it was something that we were doing out of a necessity um, just because we didn't have those experiences, which was true. Um, And I didn't realize it at the time, but it was. And um, you also gave me the advice that to be um, prepared for the marriage to end and that was okay. And um, I also have kids um, with my ex-husband. And so he... You also were saying that I, I believe you had a brother that has a really good co-parenting relationship and mm-hmm. you gave me some advice about that and said that, you know, people do this all the time and it's successful and, and that was it. Um, and that happened in May. And then at about the end of July, um, I contacted a lawyer to get a divorce and my divorce just finalized on Monday. So just oh, a couple wow. of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that divorce? We're, it's, we're... it's yeah, it's really, it's actually really, really good. It's, it's worked out really well. My ex-husband and I are like best friends. We co-parent really well together. Our kids are happy. Um, I'm happy. He's happy. I'm in a new relationship. Very happy with that. Um, so yeah, everything really honestly worked out to be the best for everyone. And, and, you know, it, it kind of wasn't exactly what I thought was going to happen, but I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at. So overall I'd say it worked out. That's good to hear. Um, that new person you met, I'm sorry that you wrote in that new person you met when you were like trying this open stuff, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so he was he was there. Uh, how serious is this new person? It's pretty serious. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not, you're not asking for my advice. I'm just going to get it. Take it slow. <laughs> I know. You know, this I all know. started yeah. with your lack of experience mm-hmm. uh, and wanting to find out more. And and this guy oh, could be your one, but I, yeah, I would. Yeah, uh, definitely. Your like your I, your default is to get serious fast because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. So just be yeah. self-aware about that, and I would just take it. You know, it the yeah. I would take it slow. <laughs> you yeah. know, so I that like, yeah, I feel like in like the past few months or the the few months where we were like doing this like open thing, I got plenty of experience oh, great. <laughs> I, with a, a bunch got, of yeah, yeah, and and I definitely great. I, I, I definitely saw what's out there. So I feel like I'm like pretty aware of like. (laughs) Sure. Well, you can only learn so much, even if you go rapid fire in a short period of time, but it sounds like you're happy and that's great. But just, uh, you can date this person for a long time. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you have kids and it doesn't matter that you used to be married. You don't have to just, you know, you, you don't have to rush into anything. How old is this other person? 
Um, he's thirty. Okay. Yeah. Has so I'm twenty seven. So has he ever been married? No, he hasn't. Does, does he want kids? Does he want kids? Yeah. 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 yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. he's he's actually really great with with my kids. Um, he he loves them and treats them really well, and the kids love him. So, he's he's somehow I I feel like if I were in his position, I would have a a harder time adjusting to like being thrown into having like three kids in my life. But he's done a really great job with it. I've been really really did you really did you do any therapy with your divorce? Um, I, not specifically with the divorce. I did, I did like a little bit of couples therapy at the beginning of this entire process, but that doesn't, the new guy or the old guy. No, 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 no. With the, with the old guy, with my ex-husband. I'm just saying, you know, like, I'm not saying you need therapy, but like at all, but it, you know, this guy, the new guy, because he was there from the, he was like, there was an overlap. So it could be really easy and possible for you to not process all your emotions that you experienced because you were too busy feeling guilt-free about it really enjoying the new guy you know and 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 feeling good about the divorce going pretty well and i i I don't know but like it just might you might be totally fine but like yeah i i really do like i i I understand what you're saying i'm just like like, just don't be afraid to check don't be afraid to check in even though it feels everything's feeling great you know, don't fear, yeah. don't be, don't be afraid to ask yourself, you know, fears, questions, things like that. You know, again, because if this guy wants kids, he's 30, he, you know, it, that, that's not, he chose to be in a relationship with someone who just got out of a marriage who has kids and that's totally fine. But he has to recognize that that might mean that you might want to date for a period of time and he has to wait till he's 33 with you to have kids. Yeah, I think we're we're very much on the same page and we've okay. talked about it a lot, just kind of like not putting any timelines on anything and just doing what feels right in the moment and kind of going with that and following our gut, which is what we've done from the very beginning and it's worked out for us. So, and it's it's definitely a situation that didn't go without a lot of processing. Um, yeah. you know, Do you think it, you're going to ever want an open relationship with this? No, okay, absolutely good. not. Not even a little bit. I, <laughs> I'm very much, I feel like a lot of people go through their twenties and they date all these people and they they have these experiences where they find out what they need, what their needs are and what they want and what they don't want because they have many different experiences dating people. And I feel like with me, it was like, I went in a marriage for seven years with none of my needs being met. So I'm very aware of what my needs are and I'm very aware of what I want and need. And he perfectly fulfills all of that for me, like every single thing. So I, I have no, no need for that in my life at all. Well, just know you are in the honeymoon phase with this guy. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downey here, but just, this is, I just <laughs> want you, this is what, how this would go. <laughs> what I want you to do is just like appreciate what it is, but don't like ignore that. Like the, the same thing is going to happen with this guy to a certain degree. It sounds like you better, you're hopefully better at addressing things early on and not waiting seven years and get to the point where you're asking for open relationship. Right. And yeah. he's probably just a better fit in general, because like you said, you've done all these other things, but that doesn't mean like you'll want to, check in and 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 you know yeah just just be patient with yourself take it slow yeah enjoy it and and and, you know don't feel like you have to play house yeah yeah for sure yeah i think we're both two very self-aware people and awesome i'm glad it worked out i'm glad that uh, you guys are in a good co-parenting situation and it sounds like this was a a much healthier approach than trying to have an open relationship with someone you didn't want to have an open relationship with 
For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, best of luck. Thanks for letting us know. We appreciate the update. Uh, happy holidays yeah. and uh, congratulations. Thanks. You too. See All you guys right. later. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Paulina, welcome back. Thank you, Nick. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, why don't you remind our audience uh, when you called, why you called? Yeah. Give a little so update I, on, on everything. Okay. So I called around like August. Um, and at the time, my boyfriend and I had moved into an open relationship. Um, the reason being was, I mean, you kind of called me out on it. I was kind of being a little controlling <laughs> and just like wanting to kind of give him the option of dating around if he so desired. Um, and like the reason why I was doing that was probably not the best reason. Like I just kind of wanted him to to kind of decide like, yeah, okay, like I'm in this just for you. I'm interested just in you and like know that he had dated around and like had had other options, you know? Um, and so that's why I had called originally. And then you kind of gave me the advice of like, there's absolutely no point of going into an open relationship unless you actually want to like spice things up and you guys have like that full trust in each other um, and just kind of are I don't know, bored with your relationship and just want to do something new. Um, so since then, we decided to just, I guess, go back into a closed relationship, if that's whatever you call it. It works for me. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, there's so many terms nowadays. Um, but yeah, so we we just decided to, I guess, go closed again. And um, we are open to like in the future, if like one of us, like as long as there's always that trust there, if we still kind of feel like we want to, explore um we're still open to that but it has to be you know for the right reasons like you said and not just because i'm a control freak so um so are, yeah that was are you pretty still much a it. control freak did i help i don't mean you you did i mean you like called me out when i needed to be called out which i think my boyfriend is almost too nice and like he like doesn't like calling me out on my like BS. Oh, because he's younger than you, right? He's slightly younger yeah yeah and so you were worried that he was going to like basically go wanted to go and be with other people because he didn't have as much experience so you were right. like let's just do it before he was like not even wanting to do it right so I was kind of pushing him and I think like I definitely have noticed different aspects of my life where like I used to be a lot more controlling and I try not to be um I'm just just type a personality you know sometimes it just comes out but I definitely think um, you know, like you always call everyone out and I think that definitely helped me in, in did, that sense. Did he listen? Uh, yeah, he listened. And at first he was just kind of weirded out. He's like, wait, this is strange. You're on a podcast, you know? Um, and then he kind of started laughing. He's like, well, yeah, like he's, he's kind of right. I don't know if I necessarily even wanted this. And, um, I don't know. I think he, he appreciated that I like was willing to kind of reach out to other people and like see if this is even if it was something that we wanted to do you know so i think it worked. well uh, so you guys are still together you're still still yeah very much together you know pretty happy still living through the pandemic together so so i mean i'm just gonna say i saved your relationship i'm just kidding i'm sure you guys are totally together <laughs> uh, uh well that's great uh it sounds like uh wow closed it back up and but you know we'll, do you feel like you guys communicate a little bit better now yeah, I mean, I don't think we ever had huge issues as far as communication, but I definitely think, I mean, that kind of just opened up the doors for 
for better communication in the future, you know, and, and, um, yeah, I, th- I think we're doing good. Awesome. Well, yep. Polina, I appreciate you taking the time to give us a quick update. Um, a ton of people have been asking for these updates. So uh, thanks for reaching out and I really appreciate it. Cool. Thank you guys. How's it going, Mackenzie? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling in um, and giving us a a quick update on (laughs) any progress or lack thereof that Mm -hmm. you made. I'm kind of waiting for the person to call back and be like, you really fucked it all up for me. Yeah, you didn't do that for me, so that's good. Um, I don't have. I might. Do you want to remind? uh, Do you want to remind the people listening uh, briefly what uh, what was you were uh, what your original question problem? For sure. So I called in because I well, just a little background. I'm almost twenty. I'm like two days shy of twenty. So at the time I called in, I was like, I'm obviously nineteen. I had my first like real dating experience that ended in the guy um, using me as like to cheat on his girlfriend, or at least that was like the suspected thing. I never ever got confirmation like the timeline of things, but very fishy, very weird. So I just called in kind of like for an unbiased opinion because like my friends and my mom and everything, they were all like gonna agree with whatever I said because I was pretty sad at the time. Um, And so we kind of talked about that and you agreed that he probably did just given the details of the story he probably did i don't have a very fun update he never reached back out to me i still don't know whatever happened but your advice to me was to just kind of be thankful for that experience just to kind of like learn um and in a kind of a twisted way it's actually a really good first experience to have um and then just to keep dating which i did and um that was like six months ago. So six months later, I have um, definitely been deemed the queen of bad dates. I <laughs> have by gone who? On... by who? Mom? My friends? No, not my mom. Well, my mom thinks that they're all fun and like I didn't ever go on a bad date, but I really beg to differ. Every single date that I went on wasn't like catastrophic, but they all had yeah. Something... Define bad dates. Okay, we... they were just like either just excruciatingly awkward. Or the guy was just like really not funny, or just I don't know. Um, Such a burden. Just, you guys expect us to be comedians. I know. <laughs> okay, just, well I'll explain a little. You're not more funny, about that. sir. Uh, I consider I like to toot my own horn quite often and say that I'm pretty funny. So it's just hard to be on a date when the guy is just like not contributing to the conversation. So um, okay. the first date that I went on after this whole debacle like the cheating thing happened the guy like made fun of me the whole time and like whipped that he never complimented me once just made fun of me he called me like because there's like a golden retriever out where we were at on like the waterfront and he's like and i'm like oh my gosh that's like look at that cute dog and he's like wow you're really vanilla aren't you Uh, so what i mean have you learned anything i mean so if my advice was like hey like dating is like a a marathon not a sprint and you Mm -hmm. should get a bunch of experience like despite all these bad dates do you feel like you have more or less perspective are you are you still open to continue dating like what's your mindset so i um i'm definitely open to continue dating i did learn like i remember just being so sad over like the whole that one first experience that I really he was so validating and I was like oh shoot like I got so close to you know finally having a boyfriend and not being that 
I guess, a weirdo at almost 20 who's never even had any sort of experience like that. And I kind of in the beginning of like my dating experiences were like dating to like find a relationship. And then I don't know when the switch happened in my mindset, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of stupid because I am so young and I have just other things going on. Like I'm in university and everything like that. So um, I have other priorities that need my attention versus just dating. So I kind of would just go on these dates to just have God, fun. I'm so, so happy for you that you see it that way right now. Yeah. So it's not as like, I have other things that out. need more attention than dating. God. If, yes. If everyone your age could, could see it that way. <laughs> and again, like, yeah. you know, you could be 20 and, and, and find love and, and start having oh, family if sure. you, if it's right. But right. You know, Sometimes but you... that's just not that realistic, honestly. And I, I just actually got uh, elected as like my sorority chapter president. And I'm like, an, I'm like almost at a 4.0. Like, I have other things going on that right. I put my time into. That honest, I honest, honest question. And I, and I don't know the answer to this, but do you feel like if you were still hanging out, let's say in a serious relationship with uh, boy number one, the original uh, OG, if you will, do you think you would have had the uh, energy and bandwidth to uh, be successful in these other areas in your life right now? No, because that whole thing, like looking back and just like, I'm a very reflective person. So throughout the year, I've really gone back to that one experience and tried to not be sad over it and just kind of like actually just like make peace with the fact that I was just really like lied to and kind of deceived. Um, he like looking back we really didn't have much in common like we really didn't i when i was like psychoanalyzing the date like the one date that we did go on in person there was a point where like i remember sitting kind of in silence like the conversation kind of died because we didn't have anything in common and i really realized that i liked this person because he was really good looking and he kind of had this like status like kind of life of the party way about him and me being six months ago a very insecure person when it came to dating i'm like oh well this guy likes me so i have to like him because you know he has all these like surface level traits that i think i should like so and but since he was just bless his heart but like now that i can like look at it from more of like a bird's eye view i'm like that was not a good person if i would have stuck with that and continued to kind of like lie to myself and tell myself, oh, this is a great guy. This is such a great person. I probably, I mean, six months later where we're at now, if I was still talking to him, like the life was sucked out of me talking to him for like a few weeks. I can't even imagine where I would be at um, now. And his girlfriend, they're still together. And I see like, you know, my one friend always checks up like, oh, let's see what she's doing. I'm like, can we just not look? I don't care. But she'll say like all she does is like post about him. So I just can see where I would get sucked into that because he is one of those people that you're just like, oh, my gosh, I should like you because you're just this certain person. So I'm glad well, it I'm, uh, I'm really I'm really happy for you. And uh, it sounds like uh, this was, a like I said, a great rewarding experience for you. You, you seemed mm -hmm. to be. Uh, far more armed with the proper dating ammunition 
definitely than you yeah. had six months ago to definitely. kind of take things as they come, right? And, exactly. And, and yeah. in the meantime, there's sounds like you have so many other things going on in your life as as a lot of people your age do and mm -hmm. figuring out what's the best path for you. And now you can focus yeah. a lot of that energy. And um, do you feel like you're investing it's it's less work to go on these bad dates so that if they don't go well that you're just kind of like you more more or less appreciate the experience rather than like be bummed out that another one didn't work out in the beginning i would be so bummed out like i remember coming home and i would just i would have to like text my mom on the way home and be like cause i've been living at home since covid and like I would text him just like, don't even ask how it went because I don't even want to talk about it. And I would have that reaction at first and be bummed out. But then as I slowly like did it more, it would just be the like the funnest thing for me. Because even if they were bad, I was like, this is like an adventure. And the yeah. stories that you have are just hilarious. And um, it honestly has made me closer with um, a lot of my friends, too, because I think in being my age, everybody's kind of pretending to a level because nobody wants to be the person that's like going on bad dates or not able to find a relationship or be that person that stands alone and like not even wanting a relationship. So I think by me kind of sharing my experiences with like my sorority sisters that I don't know well and just kind of being open about it, I've been able to get closer with like other things in my life because I kind of have just like, I'm not pretending anymore that I'm, I'm not an insecure person about it anymore. It's just like, it is what it is. And when the real deal comes my way. It'll be really cool and awesome. And I'm open to that, but yeah, for now, I mean, that, that's awesome. Fine. Uh, and I think it's totally fine if, if it doesn't come your way anytime soon. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, it sounds like you're going to hopefully have a lot of energy and time to accomplish a lot of things. Yeah. Hopefully. So, yeah. For sure. Awesome. Well, appreciate the update Mackenzie. Uh, I'm really, really happy for you. It's, it's, it's gone down this path and you seem to have a really great uh, perspective on dating, especially at this chapter in your life. Yeah, I'm thankful for it. So. so awesome. All right. Well, thanks for calling cool. in. Thank you so much. All See right. You guys. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm great. Remind us of your story. I will. Um, so I'm Melissa. I'm 34. <laughs> um, I called in last summer because I had a friend, friend with benefits um, situation, and he was looking to pay off my car loan. Um, I don't know if you remember, it was kind of an odd story. Um, the advice you gave me was, um, to have the talk with him to see, you know, what he wanted, what I wanted, um, to find out whether we were aligned or not. So I did. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. He didn't want a relationship. <laughs> um, I did stop sleeping with him a few weeks later. Uh, so why, why did he want to pay off your car loan in the first place? He basically explained to me that he had a family that um, was well off and they took care of him, you know, when he was buying a house and put him in a really good situation. And he thought of me as family and he wanted to help me out as well. So you said, I want to date you. He said, well, I, I like you, but I don't want to date you. And then did he still pay off the car? He did. So um, we stopped sleeping together in August. He didn't start making payments. I mean, I obviously continued to say no because it wasn't something that I wanted I wanted to be in a relationship with him. Yeah. Um, we came to an agreement in October because he has a reno house. So I decided that I didn't want to be like, a t I didn't want to constantly take from him. Like that's what my biggest concern was, was taking from him. 
Um, so I offered to help him with his reno house and to like essentially work off the money. So that was the agreement that we had. So it's not, I mean, it didn't end. <laughs> I didn't get my Prince Charming or anything at the end. Like I'm hanging drywall and stuff on the weekend. So is so. this gentleman stealing <laughs> your life? Yeah, he is. I go over and I help him with his house once a week. And are you emotionally capable of of looking elsewhere for love, or or or, or yeah, you are. I I definitely feel like I am. Um, I haven't had any luck with online dating. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, well, I haven't takes, given up it takes, yet. It takes time. Um, yeah. But when you see this gentleman, it's are you indifferent? No, I mean. <laughs> No, like to be completely honest, I think I'm always going to have feelings for him. I'm yeah, not that's, that's one of those fair. people. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, and especially, well, I guess my, my point of saying this, and I don't know if you're necessarily asking for it, is you probably should not have him so actively in your life. You're You're really just torturing yourself or even your subconscious. I mean, even if you, you seem like you've accepted it, right? That's a good thing. You're just like, you're not going out. You're not there and showing up with this like conscious idea of like hopeful and maybe he'll change his mind. But there's still a part of you, even subconsciously, that is it's just holding you back. And if if nothing else, it kind of tortures you. And, and, you know, especially if you can admit it, it's you still hold a bit of a flame for him, you know, or candle. Or candle I, do. Or those flame. I don't know what the fucking saying is. But either way, like you're <laughs> you're not indifferent. And so. That is affecting you on some level, you know, mm. and uh, I think for you to be totally free and open to find something new, you you really need to let, let you know, get this guy out of your life. And not that he's, there's anything wrong with him. Mm. It's mean, a little he unhealthy. Really is like, it's a, like, he like, is a good friend to me, though, so it's really hard for me. I would say like where I was last summer and where I am now is like leaps and bounds. Like last summer, I was really down, down, okay. like what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? How often I'm, are you like, seeing this guy? I see him once a week. Okay. It's, it's strictly it's business. So, I mean, there's been nothing. <laughs> We're strictly platonic. I mean, okay. and I think that that helps me separate my feelings. All right. It's it's not my favorite situation for you, but it does seem like you're in a better place. And and uh, how 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 long before you don't owe him anything? Um. So he said my working rate was fifty dollars an hour, and he has a spreadsheet. Um. I don't really. I haven't seen the spreadsheet, but he's keeping track of it. Well, he's I actually such a nerd, think yeah. that's great. I mean, because in these situations, when you have these cloudy kind of financial agreements and these like friendships slash used to be romantic or intimate, you know, sometimes what they are is a hook, right? And a spreadsheet to me says that you have a clear path of of being out. Like you've chosen, I, I hate to sound like out, like you're some sort of prisoner and he seems cool and he wanted to help you and it sounds like it was helpful to you. But like you need to be able to have, and you know, $50 an hour, that's pretty generous. I don't know what you're doing for this 50 bucks an hour, but that's a, it's a nice rate, right? And I mean, I raked some leaves last week and then they were wet and heavy. So yeah, 50 like bucks an hour, it. that's great. You know, you saw, <laughs> so he seems generous in that, in that sense, but it's certainly not a typical situation. It's not my favorite situation for you, but 
as long as you can be honest with yourself and you have a good head on your shoulders about it and you uh, are actively uh, out there dating and, and, and accept, accepted that this guy is never going to come around um, and that this is truly someone who just like likes you as a person and will never be more than that, then, you know, I guess, I guess, <laughs> you know, uh, I still think there's a little, a little hook he has inside it. oh yeah oh yeah i mean i'm definitely i'm not the type of i'm not like a light switch and i know like a lot of people can be like that you know most people can't right but most people don't show up once a week and rake leaves for the person they wish they were in a relationship with you know so yeah yeah it's a i i just think i think you i personally think that you like that you owe him I do, but it's, I mean, he still does things for me too. Like it wasn't just paying off my no, car. I, like I don't think, I'm, I'm not trying to paint this guy like, as some sort of Machiavellian. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. No, at all. This is your choice. Like, I think you like it. I think he just seems to be, have the means and, and for whatever reason, he's doing something nice for you. And, you know, he easily could have been like, it's 20 bucks an hour, 25, you know, 50 bucks an hour. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, just listen. All I'm saying is, be aware of that, right? Be aware of the small lies you we tell ourselves, and uh, and that eventually you you probably will need to cut him out of your life for, for you to fully move on, and you might not find the type of relationship that you really want and deserve until you do. You still have like one toe at least, and probably a, a half a leg in the water. That's that's a little toxic for you and that doesn't make him toxic but this is it has some toxicity in it in in it but i stopped sleeping with him positive right yeah you're not fully immersed you're not drowning in this toxic water but i'm just saying it's still as we sit on the couch and our legs might accidentally like crush up you got wet you got wet socks you know (laughs) like before you were like Underneath the water, choking on this toxic water, and it was, you know, cannibalizing all your energy and emotions and feelings, and you were confused, and you were incapable of doing anything else. Now, you know, you're kind of out, but, like, you decided to put your feet in water with wet socks, and now you just have wet socks all the time. And, like, you're able to function, but, like, it's just constantly an itch that you need to scratch. And uh, just be aware of that. You know? Like, imagine, like, hanging out with someone with wet socks. You'd just be like, what is wrong with you? Why are you walking so funny? And that's you on dates with other people. Yeah, probably. So just, uh, you know, baby steps, I guess. Thank you for the update, Melissa. I'm glad that it seems like uh, I somewhat helped, but it's good to, I'm glad you checked in for maybe a a small reality check of uh, (laughs) rake more leaves. Get out. Now we're shoveling snow. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, but it's definitely holding you back. And when you find Mr. Right, he's going to think it's fucking weird. Just so you know. I mean, if I find Mr. Right, I can see cutting it off. But where I am right now, you know, I'm I'm actively yeah, dating. but I'm one trying yeah, and... but yeah, okay, fine. But usually, it's it's most likely it's going to require you to be out first for you to be emotionally capable of. I don't think we appreciate just how much we project our feelings and actions onto people, you know, 
you know, the energy we give off. Like my guess is you don't f seem as open as you want to believe that you are to meeting someone else to, to someone else. Cause you're still seeing Mr. I want to be with you every week. So, all right. Oh, hopefully I didn't ruin your day. <laughs> I have a date tonight, Nick. Great. I'm doing my best. Great. I, I, I hope it goes great. And and I do applaud you for doing that. I think that is really great that you are actively trying. Um, mm -hmm. Because you know what? You can date even if you're not totally in the absolute best headspace. Because when are we ever in the best headspace? But yeah. So Dating is so hard. You need to have an episode on online dating. So hard. Well, we have to try to make it easier for ourselves, Melissa, which you are resistant to. <laughs> you know? Hiking is hard. It's harder to do with wet socks. You <laughs> insist on hiking with wet socks. I suppose. And then you're like, it's hiking's hard. You know? I can only do so much. But... You're going to be fine. All right. All right. Have well, fun in your you. day tonight. <laughs> thank you. Right. Take care. Bye -bye. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Thanks for uh, calling back. Thanks. I'm doing pretty good. Um, glad to be on the update. And your advice was awesome. Remind uh, our audience uh, why you originally called and, and what I said and why it <laughs> was it awesome. So... I honestly, I, I don't remember because, okay, let me refresh your memory. Thank you. Um, my mom had told my daughter that she, she liked a African-American boy, my 13 year old daughter. And she said, you can't date a black boy. And it was this point of contention with my daughter, of course. And then she told her sister who is African-American her stepsister and then they told my husband my husband told me so I wrote in how do I handle it what do I do um as far as maybe bringing light to my mom and also um I don't know trying to rectify the situation for everybody your advice was to love my mom be gentle but to um have her apologize not just to us but more importantly to the girls and you said there's nothing worse than being a victim in your own home, which is really true. Damn. And yeah, did it work? took the advice. Or so, you, I took so basically, it, it sounds like work. I said, like, love your mom, but love her toughly, kind of like tough love. Don't yeah. don't back down. Totally. Yeah. It's weird as we get older too. Um, you know, our parents always teach us things. And then as an adult, it's interesting when we can teach our parents things too. Yeah. Do you feel so, like, do you feel like when you had that conversation with mom, she's not only apologized, but hopefully maybe been a, a bit enlightened? I'd like to think so. <laughs> I asked my husband, he said, I don't know if people change, you know, but it definitely changed the way she is to, um, to our opinions and respecting our views, even if they aren't the same. And um, I think it brought her closer to everybody in the family, which is great. And the important thing is you didn't allow any confusion for your kids to even question if 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 there was any truth to what grandma said kind of thing, you know, where right. um, where it became so uncomfortable, you didn't address it. And then your kids are left wondering if maybe, you know, grandma has a, a point of view and you knit that in the bud. And, and, and since grandma apologized that 
you set a clear expectation of, of right and wrong. And uh, that's, that's great to hear. Yeah. It feels really good to um, stand up for my kids too, even when it's so close to home. So, you know, I think that's setting a really good example too. Like they're, they may be kids, but they're just as important as grandma, you know? And yeah. hopefully, yeah, hopefully it brings some harmony, you know, to everything. All right. And did your daughter date this fine young gentleman? She didn't know, but her taste okay. hasn't changed. <laughs> so, right. you know, and I actually um, played the podcast for her and my husband and they were both really impressed with your advice. And um, you, I think you said, sounds like your daughter's a little bit uh, more mature than grandma. And that made her smile too. So pretty cute. <laughs> Great. Uh, it's always very nice to hear. Um, uh, appreciate the update. I'm really glad, obviously, that the situation, you know, it's nice that grandma had a, an open mind and, and was able to humble herself to, you know, apologize to her grandkids. Not easy to do, you know, for, yeah. um, I don't think a lot of grandmas imagine having to uh, apologize for, uh, to their grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, good for grandma. And that's, you know, pat on the back for her. And uh, it sounds like the a lot of love and progress is going on in the household. And that's always a great thing. Yep. Onward and upward, moving forward in a positive way. And all of us are growing and I guess learning from each other, which is what family's all about. So thanks awesome. for the help. It was it was nice to have um, an outside perspective help me work well, through it. too. my pleasure. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you listening. And uh, thanks very, for the show. Very happy holidays. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for the podcast. It's great. All right. Thank you, Stacy. Take care. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Stacy. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, hopefully, it was uplifting, inspirational. Uh, if you want to, what we, we what we're going to do is in the notes. We will let you know the ep- the original episodes. All our updates were from in the notes. So if you want to go back and listen to um, the original. I mean, how we have like you know, email them and let us know. They all know, Chrissy. They all know. It's true. They'll all know. They'll all know. I'll ask them. So the uh, original episodes that all our callers uh, that updated us on their notes will be in the episode notes. So be sure to check that out. 